0: Speaking of generation alpha, the concept of Sephora kids is starting to stir up some com some controversy. According to CBC Canada, the question of why 10 year olds are frequenting. Sephora is dividing parents, dermatologists, retailers, and social media for groups that rarely are probably brought together ordinarily, but here we are, uh, as more children buy into expensive, elaborate skincare and beauty products. The hashtag Sephora kids has over 330 million views on TikTok. Most of these videos are adults complaining about kids, wasting samples, being rude to employees and spending large amounts of money on products for adults. Manola, you were quoted in this article. They, they went to the best of the best to get, uh, insight here on Sephora kids. How do you think that retailers like Sephora should be thinking about and strategizing around Generation Alpha?
1: I mean, I think the whole thing is really funny, right? It's like, I, I go through TikTok and I see all these Gen Zers complaining about children in the, in the Sephora's and I'm like, feels like Gen Z's starting to get old, you know, just yes. like, yeah, right? Music's too loud in here, you know, <laughs> we can't, what's happening? So that's kind of, it strikes me as, as actually, you know, it's Funny. Uh, But if I'm Sephora, I'm happy, you know, because you're getting that it's a new crop of consumers. You're getting them, you know, in their early stage of kind of entering the the category, which by the way, I don't think it's particularly early. Like I remember, you know, I was probably the kid walking in the department stores, like, you know, buying MAC lipstick and whatever, you know, when I was around that age. So I don't think there's anything particularly, you know, different about the time at which they're entering. Um, the category. But yeah, if I'm Sephora, it's it's great. You know, it's a new crop of consumers and an opportunity to do right by them. There's a responsibility, yeah. right, to not sell 10-year-olds retinol, probably. But uh, right. it's a great opportunity that, you know, for, for them to kind of uh, get a foothold on that that new cohort of consumers. And it seems like Gen Alpha is you know, indicating that they're interested in in wellness and, and beauty and kind of that self-care aspect, you know? So if I'm Sephora, I'm really happy. Gen Zers, you know, now now they know how it feels, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, I think that it's, if you're Sephora, right? You want that business. Every retailer is trying to go after that generation alpha beta. They want to get, in, get that business. I'm wondering, and Michael, I'll maybe throw this question to you because I'm curious, like, would of I looked at Victoria's Secret and when they they kind of created an alcove for pink for that line that was going towards that next generation, like, mm. do you think it makes sense for Sephora to almost like carve out a section of the store to really like put the drunk elephant and all these other brands that these younger uh teens are going after, like to kind of give them a space within the Sephora?
2: Absolutely. I mean, look, this is, it's... I'm obsessed with Millennials, Gen Zs, and Alphas, and the whole conversation about the differences between the three. Yeah. And when you look at the Alphas, it's basically the old tween market that everybody used to talk about. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm shocked that people are shocked that this is happening. It's, yeah. it's sort of a rite of passage, 10, 11, 12. That's where kids start shopping heavy duty. Clearly um, young ladies are going into Sephora and, and shopping makeup. So first of all, yes, absolutely. Absolutely distort to them. But the bigger thing also, I think, for Alpha is this is completely not surprising to me. This is the first real iPhone generation. Gen Z's had iPhones, but that was a generation where it was like, how old are you gonna be when you allow your kid to get an iPhone? Is it fifth grade? Is it sixth grade? Is it seventh grade? Alphas had iPhones a year and a half years old. Like they were handed iPads, handed iPhones. I'd see them all the time on planes and restaurants. So alpha is going to be really the first discussion that um, are first generation, that the discussion is going to be completely different because of the influence they have had of this ubiquitous access to anything and everything when they wanted it. Mm -hmm. So the Sephora thing to me is not shocking at all. I actually think it's quite hysterical. And I think alphas and Gen Zs together are a highly important cohort because of their spending power. And how they spend like yes. i don't even think we've seen yet the buying patterns of gen z and alpha and how to really uh cater to them right i mean 10, 15 years ago, it was like, okay, if we open a .com site, we're good because we're going to capture the young generation. Yeah, Totally not the case today. Like you could have alphas that have maybe never even been on a website to buy. They've only done everything through their phones. And then what are the applications for them also purchasing through social media? Yeah. So I think it's, it's a really interesting thing that's happening.
0: Yeah. The spending power question wow. is actually a good one because I think that to Manola's earlier point, like As a parent of a, of a tween, like if they're interested in good quality skincare, that's actually like a more of a necessity. I think the makeup stuff is a different story. They can go to the drugstore or Walmart for that. But I think the skincare, which is what they're really investing in here is something that I think more parents are saying, yes, not the retinol products, but yes, the skincare investment for a young, a young tween does make more sense. But Chris, I'm going to give you the last word here. Well, I don't, I don't think I have too much to add. I mean, when, when you ask the question at to the top, like, you know, how should you be thinking about your strategy around Gen Alpha? I just go back to like the Harvard Business School and the framework they put in, put in our heads, you know, ad nauseum, which is like whatever strategy and tactics you're going to deploy, you have to be comfortable with the financial impact, number one, two, the legal impact, and three, the ethical impact, right? And so you get into some gray areas with that, like the retinol example, like Manola brought up. So, but, but ultimately, at the end of the day, I thought your question to Michael was great, too, because Ultimately, it just unleashes great merchandising and marketing. Like that's what we're going to see here. And it's, it's, it's a really interesting question to try to answer. If you happen to have a brand that resonates with that audience. And so we're going to see all kinds of stuff. We're going to see the stores shift around how they allocate space, how they market the mm-hmm. different products inside the store, outside the store online via apps, via mobile phones. That's, what's really cool. And that's, what's exciting.